If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Michigan News from MLive. This is Jens Carlson with your headlines for Tuesday, December 3rd, 2019. Today, Governor Whitmer wants to suspend a new Medicaid work requirement State officials are reevaluating the environmental risk of livestock waste, and a new high rise has been approved for the Ann Arbor skyline. Governor Gretchen Whitmer has asked Michigan lawmakers to suspend the new Medicaid work requirements as a lawsuit challenging them works its way through the courts. Lawmakers passed Medicaid work requirements last year. As such, beginning January 1st, Most able-bodied adults between the ages of 19 and 61 who are in the Healthy Michigan program will have to prove an average of 20 hours a week of workforce engagement. Those hours could include working or job training. Exemptions to the requirement include pregnant mothers, people with disabilities, caretakers of disabled dependents, caretakers of children under age 6, and individuals who have a medical condition that results in a work limitation. The lawsuit against the changes filed last month comes from a coalition of state and national health care advocates and seeks to stop the Medicaid work requirement from being implemented. Whitmer said implementing the law already has cost the state $28 million and is projected to cost another $40 million this year. State regulators want to update how the environmental risk from spreading livestock waste on farms is evaluated. The Michigan Department of Environment, Great Lakes and Energy is holding public hearings this week and next on its revised pollution discharge permit for concentrated animal feeding operations, commonly known as CAFOs. Among other things, changes to the permit would prohibit the application of manure on farm fields during three winter months. Farm ministry advocates are blasting the proposed changes, saying they're impractical, create new paperwork requirements, and will put Michigan farms out of business. On the other hand, environmental advocates say the new requirements are important measures that will protect water quality and improve public access to records. In Michigan, waste from confined animal farms usually is stored in large lagoons and spread on fields as crop fertilizer. While that can help increase crop yields, it also can degrade water quality when nutrients such as phosphorus and nitrogen run off into lakes, streams, and rivers. The tallest building in downtown Ann Arbor in more than 50 years has been approved for development. The Ann Arbor City Council voted 9-2 on Monday night to okay a 19-story high-rise behind the Michigan Theater. Exceeding the downtown's 180-foot height limit by 28 feet, the building is slated to be the tallest high-rise built downtown since the 1960s, when the 18-story University Towers and the 26-story Tower Plaza were constructed. To go above the height cap, the developers take advantage of the city's zoning premiums, which allow extra floor area in exchange for including some affordable housing. The high-rise plans include 466 total beds in 240 units, ranging in size from studio to five-bedroom. 
19 of those units will be affordable housing. Site plans also call for more than 5,000 square feet of ground floor commercial space. For the latest Michigan news, go to MLive.com. A special mention today goes to all of those dealing with mental health issues. In September, MLive published a special project on Michigan's mental health system, focusing on the shortage of inpatient psychiatric beds. Those stories generated a strong response from readers, including many who had their own stories to tell. Now we want to give a voice to the many people facing mental health issues. We'd love for you to share your personal stories in essay form. These essays can come from people who struggle with mental health issues or from those impacted by mental illness. The essays should be between 300 and 500 words and need to include the name of the person writing the essay and his or her photo. Submissions should be sent to projects at MLive.com. That'll do it for today. Thanks for listening, and good luck out there.